The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. In today's episode, we'll discuss steps that you can take if you start approaching your stress threshold. Now, if you don't monitor your chronic stress levels or you don't yet have your threshold number, no worries, uh, because this still applies to everyone who's living with chronic stress. It's just that you're more in the dark as far as not knowing how close you are to triggering stress-related symptoms. Now, to get your threshold number, um, you have to use mystressalarm.com for at least 60 days, but could be longer if certain conditions aren't met, and that, that's just to ensure reliable results. Uh, if you do have your threshold number already, awesome, because now you know how close you are to triggering stress-related symptoms on any given day, um, and you can make more informed decisions about uh, how and when to tackle certain tasks, as well as when to focus on uh, more targeted stress reduction. So before we get into uh, what you can do if you're approaching your threshold, let's talk about the elephant in the room, shall we? So people say to me all the time, including coaches, um, what, uh, what if you don't have any wiggle room in your schedule? And I can see that to the extent that you're in a position where you're always hovering near or around your threshold, just monitoring that isn't going to do much for you, right? It kind of reminds me of those uh, LifeLock commercials, um, you know, where they, you know, they always make the point that their competitors just monitor for ID theft, but if it actually happens to you, then you're on your own. Whereas LifeLock actually helps you get whole again. You know, I should probably call them, see if I can get an endorsement deal out of that. Anyway, so it really does come down to how sustainable your uh, lifestyle is for what you're trying to achieve in life. And if you're like me, it's going to be necessary to do more than just monitor your stress levels. Although that's a very important first step because it creates a baseline and it makes you more aware. But I'm talking about uh, making trade-offs time-wise. But to what extent and what kind of trade-offs? Well, it helps to have a guide um, to making important decisions like this. And so I created a tool. It's called the Sustainability Planning Matrix. I mentioned it uh, in the first episode. And I'll be covering it extensively in future episodes. I promise you that. Um, and in fact, the plan is to automate that whole process in mystressalarm.com. And I am actually working on that right now. But to be honest, I have no idea when exactly it'll be available because Right now, this is something I do on the side. Um, but let me address the question more directly. So what if you don't have any wiggle room in your schedule? So first, putting aside the fact that journaling is in and of itself therapeutic, I can tell you that simply having the ability to anticipate a flare can help. So there's that. Um, but here's the thing. If you can make time to see your doctor and rest after you flare, you can probably change things up a bit before you flare, especially since you know it's less disruptive and, and, and less painful usually uh, to avoid a flare than to go through one, right? We all know this. 
Now, I wanted to bring up quickly uh, mindfulness, meditation, deep breathing exercises, and the like, uh, because they are certainly uh, good at helping to reduce stress, and uh, they can fit into a tight schedule a lot easier than many other things. So I'm a big advocate for any type of meditation or deep breathing, mindfulness. So to me, it's a no-brainer because it's free and it doesn't have to take that long. Um, although doing it for an hour, especially being guided by a coach, I find to be very relaxing and healthy. Um, but, and you knew there was a big butt coming. Actually, that didn't come out right. But chances are those practices alone wouldn't typically be enough to offset the extra stress from working harder and squeezing more time in for your goals. In other words, it probably wouldn't be enough to thwart an imminent flare. A more targeted approach, whereby you rest at a specific time and for a certain period of time, is most likely going to be the ticket to reducing your stress level enough to avoid a flare, which in turn keeps your productivity high, right? So I'm going to throw some ideas out there um, for what to do when you're approaching your threshold number. And I'm just going to forewarn you some of my ideas you may like, and others, not so much. You don't have to like all my ideas. Um, I won't take it personally. Uh, but one thing you can do right off is put off certain tasks, like cleaning, for example. So let's say you clean your home once a week, but now you're approaching your threshold. Maybe put it off a few more days just to give yourself a break. So your home's a little dirtier temporarily. It's not the end of the world. And by the way, you're not an underachiever for putting things off. Uh, in fact, you can say I take a somewhat different viewpoint than some motivational speakers out there who uh, preach that you have to, you know, live and breathe success. You got to push yourself to the extreme. I say, why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? Because you have enough to do today, right? You're not sitting around goofing off. And so along those same lines, if it's not too much trouble, perhaps consider rescheduling any non-essential, non-medical appointments. Again, just to give yourself a break. That's not such a bad thing. Another idea is to outsource tasks. And the first thing that comes to mind is getting carryout. Give yourself a break in the kitchen. Um, in fact, with technology today, you can hire someone to do all sorts of things that even a few years ago wasn't possible. Um, all kinds of freelance websites out there now. Uh, Fiverr, um, I've been seeing this one on TV called Tackle. There's all kinds of ones out there. Grocery delivery is, uh, is getting bigger, especially with the pandemic. Uh, although personally, I can't get past someone else picking up my produce. But, uh, you know, it is an intriguing option. Uh, could definitely save you a lot of time. Um, cleaning services, handyman services, I'll spare you my uh I'll spare you the details of my DIY nightmares. <laughs> but let's just say uh YouTube makes it look easy. Uh but sometimes it just pays to hire someone to get it done. Uh you could even take a day off fr uh from your job if you have the vacation time uh and relax um as a preemptive measure if you think you you'd be taking even more time off later when you're really sick. Plus who wants to be sick anyway, right? Um, another thing you can do if you're quickly approaching your, th your threshold number is to get 
stress-relieving treatments like acupuncture, which I'm a big believer in. You can even schedule it on your day off if you're taking off. And I, I realize acupuncture is probably not an option at the moment with the pandemic, uh, but it will be again for sure, uh, hopefully very soon, because acupuncture is a powerful tool. But anyway, uh, one of the great things about chronic stress monitoring is that it allows you to book these treatments in a more timely fashion. And by doing so, I argue you're maximizing the benefits of the treatments. Now, I for one have had over 80 acupuncture treatments, so I know a thing or two about it. And I'm actually going to be doing a, a whole episode on acupuncture. And trust me, it won't be your typical discussion on, on the benefits of acupuncture. I mean, we'll cover that, but... Uh, um, if you're ever, if you've ever contemplated getting acupuncture, you'll want to tune into that episode, uh, which will be coming shortly. But I can assure you, based on my experience, that timing can make a big difference in terms of the outcome. Now, to be fair, stress relieving treatments like acupuncture or massage can get very expensive very quickly. But if you're close to a thre- your threshold number and you need the acupuncture, then you need it. Uh, but you'd be better served long-term by being more proactive. And that's where the uh, sustainability uh, matrix planning comes in. And by the way, please talk with your doctor first before starting any new kinds of treatment, including acupuncture. Uh, And speaking of talking with your doctor, patients who take maintenance drugs for chronic conditions that are triggered or worsened by stress can talk with their doctors about the possibility of temporarily upping their dosage as a precautionary measure during those higher risk periods when you're closer to your threshold number. Now, I've actually been doing this for years, except I took it a step further. In my case, I actually stopped taking meds altogether on a daily basis and just take them during those higher risk periods. But again, please talk with your doctor first before adjusting your dosage. Now, I think it's worth mentioning the numerous disadvantages of taking meds, including side effects and other health risks, um, having to remember to take it, getting refills, more doctor appointments, uh, periodic blood tests for many meds, uh, not to mention the out-of-pocket costs. Now, taking more proactive steps to improve lifestyle, such as uh, yoga and working out are great, but in this particular situation where you're trying to squeeze more time into work, If you had the time for yoga or physical exercise, you probably wouldn't be in this predicament in the first place, right? Now, when it comes to cognitive therapy and resilience training, a lot of times it has to do with widening your perspective on things, which is really important. But again, in this particular circumstance, when you're trying to squeeze in more time to work, all the cognitive therapy and resilience training in the world isn't going to help you. Taking steps to enhance your sleep is always a good option. And I'm going to hopefully be doing uh, an interview with a very special guest on this very topic. And believe me, again, it's not going to be your typical discussion on ways to sleep better. Uh, You're going to want to tune into that one, I think, especially if you're a light sleeper like me. But again, the problem ends up being that you're probably working when you should be winding down for the day. So again, if you had ample time to wind down then you'd probably be getting to bed earlier and wouldn't be in this predicament in the first place. And by the way, winding down earlier may not always be the best option because some tasks are more involved and consuming and require deep thought, and it's more productive and efficient to just push through those types of tasks so you don't lose your train of thought 
rather than to stop on a dime just so you can get to bed at, a, at some specific time. Now, an example of that for me would be writing. I'm thinking about strategy, tone, lean content, being concise, accurate, complete, all that good stuff. And I'm thinking about it seemingly all at the same time. So I'd rather just push through it so I don't lose my train of thought. Um, This is similar to what they call chunking, which is doing like tasks um, in chunks because it's more efficient, working smarter, not harder. Um, Personally, I like to say clumping. Chunking sounds like you're vomiting. Anyway, so sometimes it just makes sense to push a little harder. But then once you've completed that task, you should pull back immediately and in the following few days, relax more than you normally would. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time. There's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.